Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, everyone. It's lovely to be back on the Get Em On Side podcast. Two out of the three have had a rough week. One of us is quite happy to move on. But Joel Cade, you're a... <laughs> I've noticed in the in the half hour we've been here, yeah. you don't mind letting people know that you had a really hard week. Oh, mate, I'm, I'm up there. <laughs> you're one of those blokes oh, yes. that just... Yeah, ha- that's where man flu comes from. That's right. So that's the difference between you and I. Sean Ormer on Good Morning Good morning. You. Are you OK, boys? I'm, I'm nah. worried about you. I'm a very <laughs> awful patient. I'm so, a real I'll, big sook when it comes to <laughs> But I will say this, Dan, and you may attest to this. Yeah. This Miley Cyrus that's going around, it's as bad as you can get, isn't it? It's, well, it's bad. I've not felt this crook, I reckon, in 15 years. <laughs> I know, but I Would you agree? I know, yes, I'm, I, yes, I'm the same. But I don't know if you're going to garner much sympathy so by espousing it. Listeners, viewers, espouse <laughs> onto me and just feel sorry for me, Dan. Can <laughs> got the music back there. Yeah. Cry me a river. Get oh, what out. a long week. <laughs> but here's the thing. Sean, the lesson that a youngster like yourself should learn, we're here. Youngster. We're playing yeah. Hurt. Yep. We're playing Hurt. This oh, is how yeah. it's done, Here we go. Sean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're pl- you know, up. That's, it's exactly right. I, I could use a couple more days recovery. Yeah. I've been off for the whole week. Yeah. But we're here. <laughs> and that's what matters. Yeah. Um, I think this is something you can heed. <laughs> anyway, it's nice to have all three of us together. It's been a couple of weeks. It has been. Been good. Uh, <laughs> I'll tell you what I did, boys. I went down to Hobart uh, on the weekend and I bumped into a couple of. Uh, well, geez, you couldn't have been that crook. No, well, I was, mate, as you said, you got to march on resolutely. <laughs> and I did that. Up the plane. So you gave 300 people the flu. So, no, I masked up. Uh, Daniel, <laughs> Daniel and James, right, who are devotees, Val uh, Financial Boys, they're devotees of devotees. the podcast, right? Disciples yeah. of the podcast. Well, they've run up to me. We love the Get Em On Side podcast. And they've shown me the bet slip. And yeah. uh, James, who's an d- absolute ringer of you, he's put in a couple of the Get Em On Side best bets, the Ric Flairs, oh, yeah. mm-hmm. including your Raiders 13 plus, right? And he's turned five bucks into about 400 bucks or something. Oh, there you go. What was his name? James. That was James. Good on you, James. James and, and Daniel. Good looking apparently, as well. well and uh, so loves you. Uh, and Clayton from Bremer, I bumped into him. Oh, yes. Loves you. Oh, good. I thought it was about the copper then. So there you go. I we thought you were just setting it up no, no, and no, whack no, me over no, the no, head. No, no, no. That's it. Uh, well, we gave, we've given each other a few whacks over the last couple of weeks. Maybe this can be the Ted Lasso edition. We're yeah. all very nicey, nice. Yeah, what a show. To each other. Isn't that just your bread and butter, yeah. Ted Lasso? Impossible not to like. Uh, I've got to be honest, I hardly watched any footy over the weekend, so my opinion is useless. I'm so sorry, everyone. I hate it when you can pick a game, but you get the result wrong. We got 15 cross benches. Mm. We had the hung parliament there as our best bet. But no, it's going to be a Labor majority. Were you, were you so. keeping tabs on the price throughout the day? Yes, did I was. Did get to, what did it get to? Hung Parliament? Yeah. Oh, about even. It never really oh, got okay. in. It got to about even money. So it was always... But here's the problem with people not used to betting and not used to karma. The Pat- Patricia Carvelis put out a tweet. It's looking like a hung Parliament. Now, as soon as she, as soon as she tweeted that... Early crow. Early crow. Oh. Early crow. She doesn't know... How to gamble. <laughs> so, uh, and, and well done everyone who took my advice. ABC, always the most watched election coverage. And can I say, I have no, I, I flick around, I watch them all. I actually don't mind the Channel 9 one, but I do not like, 
I do not like the the uh, graphic that they have. I know they're politicians and they're a personal pinatas, but their graphic this year was they'd have them in a suitcase oh and set God, them on yeah. their way. I mean, these are people's livelihoods. I know we like oh, to bash right. politicians. This is actually, it used to be a boot. I had it noted down as a potential Bambi, but something has usurped it, which we'll get to in a moment. But that was... That was borderline embarrassing, that stuff from Channel 9. Now, we're big friends of Channel 9, do a lot of work with sports. Yeah. Not knocking them, but the robot on the conveyor belt with the April Sun and Cuba music, a little bit cheap. I get what they're trying to do. They're trying to give bring some entertainment to a fairly dry it situation. Like, it didn't look like Peter Overton was too sort of enamoured with what was oh, That's on. right. That's <laughs> over. Yeah, that's below <laughs> over. You've actually got a thesaurus this week, haven't you? But... Um, <laughs> I, I found on Saturday night, I was just starting to come out of crookness. I, I didn't watch any football. I was all in on the election. What about you blokes? No, I was, I was all in. I was all in footy. Had the election on in the background. Um, but no, you won't, you won't catch me skipping footy for an election coverage, that's for sure. Now, let's get to some of the big issues of the week. Right. Uh, not a huge news week, I've got to say, in rugby league. Um, but, Joel, I'm going to let you go first here. Yeah, I want to talk about Chanel Harris-Tavita. And, and I think, well done, young man. So these kids who come through, so much pressure to do what everyone else wants them to do. And he's decided, you know what, yeah, I'm making a lot of money from this game, but I don't want to do it. And, and I love that he's doing that. And I remember vividly two of my brothers actually played first grade at a young age and both did basically the same thing, walked away. Pud, who you know, uh, Shawnee, uh, and Tone for that matter, but he made every single team possible as a kid. And, and to the point where there was an Australian schoolboys team being picked and they said, oh, number three, Jess Kane. And he was filthy because all he wanted to do, not travel to Europe, he wanted to go on <coughs> Airstar with his mates and just be a kid. But he made every single team. I met, remember one day he was playing against the Melbourne Storm, second ever first grade game. And we're driving, and I'm breaking all sorts of road rules to get him there on time. And he's got the shits, right? Yeah. And I said, mate, I'm going as fast as I can to get you to the game. He said, I'm not angry about that. I said, what are you angry about? He said, I would love to be with my mates at this game in the hill. I said, well, mate, there's no hill at the Sydney Football Stadium. <laughs> but standing in the sheds, uh, in the stands, drinking beer, watching the game, he said, I don't want to be an NRL player. I said, well, mate... I don't care if you don't do it. Do whatever's going to make you happy. Yeah. Two weeks later, he retired at the age of like 19. Wow. So Ever regretted it? No, not, no. No, I, no, I've asked him the same thing and not once, no. no. So, so I say, well done, young man, Chanel Harris-Tavita. Other people may wish that you be a rugby league player, but, mate, you go and be happy and do what you want to do. Yeah. Nicely done. But just I bet that. he's back in a year. I bet he has his, his, his sabbatical yep. and goes, you know what, I've enjoyed this, but you know what, I'm going to give this one more crack. Yeah. But just on that, I will say this. I was very surprised that he's been picked in the team. Yeah. Like, mm. if you've basically checked out, and I know that feeling when it's such a hard sport, if your mind's checked out, you don't want to... He's probably already checked out of the game. So I'm surprised that, that he's playing first grade this yeah. week. Personally. It's funny, but I'm the same as you, Dan. I'll, I'll give it, yeah, a year he'll be back. But, and it's not his fault, because no-one knows, you know, how good you've got it until it's potentially gone or taken away from you or whatever. Yeah. He's chosen to do it, but I think... He will probably realise that life as a civilian, earning dosh, not yeah, what, you know what it's cracked up to be. Maybe rugby league footballer is eventually might what he he'll come back to and realise it's it's a pretty good way of life. But no, I'm I'm with you. No, no qualms with what he's done. Yeah. All right. Well said. Uh, Josh Aloye has got you uh, interested. Uh, uh, yeah, sure. and you know I love a quote just to to read, but we'll get to that in a minute. So no, I think we all agree that Manly would probably a little bit hard done by at the end of that game. I yeah. think they should have won the game. A couple of um, decisions went against them. 
Uh, oh, they were robbed. Yeah. Now, let's call it. They yeah, were, okay. That's okay. For five minutes there, they were robbed. That's fine. And Desi come out. I haven't actually gone back and looked at his press conference, but he had some words of frustration. I think he's probably going to get a fine. But then Ash... <laughs> Ole, I'm not going to use his real name because <laughs> I struggle with it the best of times, just like uh, Pistol Pete. Um, but he came out in a press conference yesterday, and this was his words. We were pretty hard done by. For the most part, the ref did us no favours, particularly in the back end of the game. I think he did a bad job, and we didn't get away with the win. So I'm pretty unhappy with him, to be honest with you. Ooh. Now, that is... Um, if that's not bringing the game that's into, dis- into distribute, that's that's um, borderline disgraceful from from a player to be doing. Now, two things: one, it's stupid because every 50-50 call that is potentially going to go Manly's way from now on, they're not going to get it. Take that behind closed doors, have a grown-up conversation because that's mm. a little bit childish. The second point: if you've watched a game of AFL in recent times, what they're doing in trying to reverse the. Um, What's the, what's the word? The negativity against umpires down there. They have gone so far the other way where you can hardly scowl at an umpire during the game now and it's 50 metre penalty. You yeah. don't want to get to the areas where we're, we're so worried about what's said about refs that it goes too far. And it's, this, is, this is how we're going to get there. And the other thing, I've made a few points here, but the third thing is we're, we're a monkey see, monkey do or monkey say mm. culture. Everyone that reads that, everyone that listens to it, and it's what's wrong with mainstream media, is just to ref bash and ref bash and ref bash. This is going to do us no favours in the long run. Um, I'd hope he gets the, the book somewhat thrown at him by way of a big fight. Well, I, I never do it. I, I make a point and, to and never and bag the referee. I'll put my hand up. I've been, we've all been dudded or felt like we've been dudded, whether it's betting or, you, or the team that you support. Has a, a call's gone against you. Head of the moment. And it's OK. We're allowed to have an When opinion. did you say it? Yesterday. Yesterday. So that's I Tuesday. I think it was yesterday. Monday or Tuesday, and the game was Friday. That's a concern for me. Like, I can imagine Des Haslow, and I thought he was entitled to say what he said straight after the game, and I thought he was actually it was quite, quite eloquent. Sarc- he was quite sarcastic. That's right. That's right. In, in his oh, inimitable way. It's but what, what, but, but why is Alloyer talking about this three, four days later? There's yeah. another game to play. And to be fair, I don't know what the question was. Potentially he was prodded by, by a journo and he, and he said what was on his mind. But you've got to be smarter than that. And yeah. all it's going to do is create a, a much bigger problem for us. The refs, it's the hardest job in Australia, yeah. what, what they're trying to do. They never get a thumbs up when it goes right, but shit, they deal with some stuff when it goes wow. them. So, Off the back fence. Well yeah. said, Sean. Uh, I don't think we can improve on that, so time for Bambi. Uh, Dean Boxall. Oh, don't call him the box. Oh, the box. Dean, Dean Boxall first said it last year. We shouldn't know his name because he's a swim coach. No one should ever hear about him. So not only did he steal um, Ariane Titmus's, uh, you know, limelight, limelight, stole her limelight at the Olympics mm. last year. It was it last year? It feels like an age ago. Yeah, it was last year. Not even a year ago. Yeah, made made her victory all about himself by the way he was carrying on on the on the pool deck. He so, was striding on this last year. Uh, um, so he, he did that last year, and I almost forgave him a little bit, caught up in the moment, whatever. But now get to the Australian Championships. He's gone back to the well. He, has he gone back to the well? My God. So she's just beaten um, the, the, the world, world record. record. Beaten the world record. It, yeah. should, all, it should all be about all her. All the ball, And here he is, pull deck again, giving it the big whip, <laughs> running down, trying to trying to you know wind her home and then he got in, in the front of a crowd and almost gave like a, oh. a big sort of it was almost an up yours not yeah. a celebration but and now I see and actually someone tagged tagged me on on Twitter so thank you for sending me the article there's a whole article written about him wow 
And there's a loose mention of a world record being broken, but this... I don't want to say his name because we shouldn't know his name. He's a swim coach. It should all be about Ariane. Well done, Ariane do Simmons, new world record holder. Well said. Do you think swimming regrets selling to Amazon Prime? Because I don't know anyone who's actually watched the mm. swimming championships. All we've seen are clips on the news. Uh, I have Amazon Prime. I, you know, I don't even know I have Amazon Prime. I don't know yeah. what's on there, but I know I have it. Got it. But I never watch it. Uh, I haven't. I didn't watch a single second of it. So swimming. No. I mean. You know, the, the glory is, it's like talking about the NBL from the 90s. That that era's gone. You know, the swimming, yeah. the 90s, Thorpe and Hackett, um, Channel 9, straight after a current Rabs. affair. Rabs. Rabs, oh. Duncan Armstrong, Nicole Livingston. Like, that glory era's over. Yeah. But we've got to be better than Amazon Prime, <laughs> where no one knows when to what. The, the, these swimmers are actually, what they're doing, Titmus and McKeon and McEwen, um, and by the way, okay, here's a Bambi to glom onto that, to glom onto that, Sean. I don't need... Cody Simpson seems like a yes. lovely kid. Yes. Knew it was coming. I thought I might have just throw a little... You've done it. Is that why you're looking at me? Oh, I just... I, I thought, come on. I, my mind's saying... Why is he the face of Australian me. swimming? <laughs> well, he seems like a lovely kid, and I love what he's done. He's a bit of... He's, there's a bit of Keith Urban about him. I know he's a pop star because everyone says he's a pop star. I don't know any of his songs. No, I don't know one. what the hell he's done. I know he and Miley Cyrus, you know, he, he had a history there. He and Miley Cyrus. <laughs> Bang. Um, <laughs> and it was a nice video of him finding out he's in the team and uh, the love triangle with King Kyle Chalmers. But... These, I saw a thing, it was, it was the picture of him, was the main picture of Amazon Prime's coverage. Yeah. These girls are doing some incredible things. It was beautiful. <laughs> I, I, you set me up, the way you no, set me no, up. No, 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 I just, I just love this, right? Kyle, are you going to be going in the butterfly this year? Nah, no, not this year. Um, well, you do know that um, Cody, who's uh, now with uh, your ex, Emma McKeon, he will be in the butterfly. Okay, I'm in. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in. And, and he jumped in the pool just to block him out. I respect that. That's, I love it. Outstanding. Yeah, I don't mind. I respect that sort of spite. I love it. This is uh, Sportsbed here and uh, get them on side. We better talk some footy soon. We will have the leaderboard. Oh, we've got a very cocky man next to me. We'll do that right after this. Same game multi for tonight. Thoughts on Panthers to win 13 plus? Uh, well, probably not. There's a few injuries this week. Well, we're going back. Cheers, see ya. See ya. Make it look easy with Sportsbet's same game multi. More markets and bigger odds with Sportsbet. <laughs> uh, let's do the leaderboard from last week. Now, good thing I don't have totals here, but, I mean, Joel, I'm sure you can remind us how we well, would do it. I've got the totals here. Well, well let me just do the last week. Dan, two for mate. Sean, four for mate. Part. Joel, six for mate. Mm. Only missed the Eels and the Sharks. Oh, the Sharks was half a point. <clears throat> and the Eels, what did the Eels do? No, oh, no, no, Manly, no, no. They, yeah, they never no got way. close to the line. That's a very impressive week. Well done to you. And what? a little, little amendment from the week before. So yeah. apologies to Sugar. Gave him three, he actually got four. So the now Sugar's 43.5% going it. Oh, so you good. heard from my legal team, did you? You heard from the legal team, yeah. With the, that oh, wasn't the word blow-ups on the, the WhatsApp. The, oh. the, the defaming. <laughs> you give me a three. I heard, and you were so proud to get it out there, that three. It was a four. Thank you very much. <laughs>
Um, um, no, that's where you're tipping very well, mate. So, let's get to some games, shall we? Can I just jump in? I know I've been banging on about the, the underdogs, bit of a record this year, but there's also a trend in the over total points as well. Yes. So, year to date, going at 56%, so significantly over what is expected by the market. 12 games in a row have gone over, and 20 of the last 24. So, and there's been a lot of wet weather. Really? As well, yeah, a lot of wet weather. Which pushes so, the totals down. Which floors the total. Yeah. So just, just keep it in mind, I don't think the market's probably got it back up to where it maybe should be. Um, and as far as underdogs are concerned, 53%, um, so that's, again, above record. Now, it's only slight, but yeah. we've got a pretty big sample size now, almost 90 games. There's a couple of pick em games in there that you have to discount. And home underdogs still going at 66%. And there's one, stats. one that we're going to get to <coughs> late in the week. Can I add a stat that I discovered this week? First try scorer. Wing, obviously, is number one. 25% of first tries are scored by wing. What do you think is the number two position of first try scorers? Uh, you got to say back row, right? <laughs> Yeah, you want to have a guess? Centre. Back row. Back row. Second row, 17%. Centre, 14%. So just take that. Your, your, your Beau Fermors, your Hamoliola Kawatu. Is a cheeky Queensland chance, Beau Fermors? I keep reading that. He's a good player, eh? How many how many sort of underdogs? Ruben the Hurricane Cotter, we've got to get him in there. Yeah. Who's the other one from the Cowboys that seems to be... Uh, yeah, is that mainstream? Tom Gilbert. Can you, can you oh, that mainstream? Hey? Can you get that mainstream on the commentary, the Hurricane? I'll try. I've done yeah. it on radio. Okay. Um, it's such an old reference now. The yeah, Hurricane yeah. movie was that's got to be 25 years old there. Bob, Bob Dylan. Bob Dylan's birthday the other day. That's right. 80. And Denzel Washington. Yeah. Let's start. Hey, good Thursday night game. Not as good as it could have been because of uh, Manly's uh, missing Tom Travoyevich, but <coughs> Melbourne Manly, very thin Melbourne for a team that's lost its last two. Dollar eighteen, five dollars Manly. Um, and the line is a whopping 14 and a half. Last two clashes at this venue, Manly won, but they haven't played here for a while. Melbourne five in a row against Manly. They've done a good job in recent weeks, Joel Kane, in uh, recent times, of bashing Manly up. Uh, destroyed them in the finals. Uh, big start, though, for a team that's out of sync. Too big. Uh, Nelson's such a major out. I know that Hughes is named to play, but he has been named the last three weeks. Pap's still out. Remus still out. Um, it's too big. I, I've got to be with Manly boys, even though Type Turbo's out. Yeah, so the, the big one, obviously. The significant re-rate to where you, where anyone would have had Manly rated with Turbo out. So that's been a big change in, in the numbers. Um, and it's significant enough to get me above what the market is at minus 14.5 now. So even without Pappenhausen, uh, this is the caveat is... Um, Hughes is playing. Yeah. Massive out. We saw that the last two weeks. But 14 and a half would suggest, <coughs> Sean, that you think he's going to play. Hughes, yeah. Yes. Yeah. And he, he's, he's named, isn't he? He's named. He is so, named. Yeah, yeah. But he's been, as but, Joel said, he has correct. been named before. Yeah. Um, now, I've got, the, I've got Manly as well. I wouldn't be listening to me, though. But we're all taking a game, uh, each game one of us is taking, and just having a look at one of the markets. I see the matchup of Coates versus Jorge Tafua as uh, something we can profit off. Now, George hasn't played for 18 months. Yeah. And George, big hitter, not a great jumper. So Xavier, uh, Coates, they're, they're, they'd be on the same wing, won't they? Um, He's on the right, Coates. Yeah, and, and Garrick was on the left wing. Tuapolota was on the right That's wing. Right. So we would think Jorge would go to the left wing, Jorge. we think. <laughs> um, so, oh, look, 
Yeah, if Melbourne game. go nuts, I think three tries is in play. But I, I would be looking at a double there for Xavier. Now, 360 is very skinny for anyone to score a double, but it's still 360. And Xavier has 10 tries this year. And at worst, you know he's going to get some high balls to try and catch. Yep. No, so, I like that. Good angle. All right. We move on to the uh, match of the round, and it's a Friday 6pm game. Uh, so, strange... Well, no-one knew this was going to be the match of the round. It's, it's fallen into Fox's lap here. Penrith and North Queensland at uh, Bluebet Stadium. I've done it again, haven't I? At uh, Penrith Stadium. Uh, $1.24. Well, I do pay their money. $1.20. I, I looked at their app, though. <laughs> Just marching. $1.25 for... <laughs> I, I did. They had an ad about the election. I looked at it. I, too hard. $1.25, $4. So Penrith are actually not as skinny against North Queensland as Melbourne are against Manly, but the line's the same, which is interesting, Sean. 14 mm. and a half. 14 and a half. Um, <clears throat> Cowboys. That's a lot of start for the North Queensland uh, Cowboys um, for a team that is flying... But it is at Penrith. They've won six straight, the Cowboys. They haven't done that. They haven't won seven straight since 2015. Penrith have conceded more than 12 just three times this year. So uh, <clears throat> do we think Penrith will do this nice and comfortably? Sean, you go first. Yeah, in short, I do. Now, the, market, the market's probably got Cowboys wrong the last, well, for the whole year, <coughs> to be fair. Um, and I, I've got no knock against what they're doing and who they're beating and how they're playing. Todd Payton, Payton rather got them flying. Um, you got that. Definitely right, Sugar. Now you've got big raps on him. Oh, did well, you have him on your show yesterday? <laughs> yeah. Oh, what a love-in that would have been. <laughs> what a love-in. But just quickly, and I, I mentioned the, the great cliche, you can only beat what's in front of you, and that's exactly what they've done. Beat the Storm convincingly last week, but huge, huge out. <laughs> so big caveat on that. Before that, West Tigers, Newcastle Knights, beat Parramatta in Darwin. Parra weren't going any good. Very, very suitable game. Titans beat the Raiders, lost to the Warriors. Roosters took care of them comfortably. But we're going back too far now where the form line's probably... Um, you can throw them in the bin. This, this Penrith side, that game against the, the Roosters last week, that first 20-30 was, was red hot. Mm. Probably couldn't have thrown any more at them. Their, their defence is... I, th I think it's safe to say it's probably the best I've ever seen. They are incredible. Right. And this is a complete different beast. This is the first time Cowboys have been in New South Wales. This is the hardest place to go. The team is absolutely flying, obviously. The ground is a fortress. Even at 6pm, it's going to be rocking. Uh, this is this is sort of welcome to the jungle sort of stuff. No Tamalolo, right. no Cole Felt, yep. and you're only getting 14.5. I, I think that's significantly under. I, I was um, thinking about the Roosters because I did have that on, on election night, and you're right, it was a cracking contest. Mm. And they ended up winning by 20. Yeah. And I was, I was starting to think, Joel, are we getting to a point, a Penrith that good, that we almost have to discount form against them so, for instance, the Roosters, instead of saying one step forward against Parramatta, one step back against Penrith, we just go, well, they cop their beating against Penrith like everyone does. Maybe the Roosters aren't going as bad as we think. Right now, that applies. So, there's still four and a half months to grand final day. So, right now, you're exactly right. I agree with everything you've said, Sean. So, I'm on the Panthers. Uh, but I will say this. I think the Cowboys are legit. I think they'll play deep into this year. Todd Payton, what he's doing. So, eight times uh, this year... The Cowboys have kept a team to two tries or less. Last year, didn't do it once. Eight times in 11 games. I'm with you, though. Panthers, and my bet, I'll elaborate a little bit more. OK, so the pick your own line is yeah. what we have on screen. So this is what I've done here. Uh, I like minus 16.5 at $2.15. The reason I say this, 
when I did my market at the start of the week, Cowboys I had plus 18. We knew that Felt and Taumalolo yeah. would be out. So I had Cowboys plus 18. The market opened at 10 and a half. Mm. I couldn't believe that. I, that I was right? one, 10 and a half the market opened oh. up, and I had it 18. This is an absolute bet. This is At this time of the year, this is different gravy. Penrith at home, who break the hearts of teams in the second half. That's why you're looking for Lenus. That's why you're looking for Martin Fords at the second half. They, they, they cover this. It's just a, the, their mentality is so relentless. Like that, defend, 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 that first 20, 25, and then it's just a one-two punch and you're, you're gone, yeah. out of the game. Within, within minutes, just how they can... It's, it's incredible and bloody good to watch yep. if, if you're on them. My thing with the Cowboys is a lot of tries are scored off kicks. And, and they earn that right because they get down there. But against this Penrith side, how many opportunities are they actually going to get to score down that end? Yep. So uh, I'm with you, Penrith, to cover the line there. We get to the late game on Friday night, Broncos versus Gold Coast. Broncos rampaging, but no Reynolds. Uh, $1.39 and $3 the odds. This is at Suncorp Stadium. The Gold Coast have made life tricky for Brisbane the last few times they've played. Three of the last four Gold Coast have won. Last time they played, Titans led 22-0, then collapsed. Brisbane won 36-28. Line, seven and a half. Interesting line, Joel. Um, if you... If you think the Brisbane side can continue what they are doing, that's not much of a line at all looking for six straight wins. Yeah, this feels suitable, I think, for the Gold Coast Titans. i just got a feeling that local derby, they'll believe they can get to the Broncos. One thing I will say, Tamari Martin hasn't lost, has he, since coming back? Yeah, well, it's funny. Since they've gone Walters at nine, Pakes at 14, Gamble at six, Martin at one. Reynolds when he's there, yep. They, they haven't lost. No. Um, I'll take the Titans. Yeah, I can't really believe how short the Broncos are here without Reynolds um, being named. So you've now got uh, Gamble and Ezra Mem in, in the halves. Um, looked good um, last week, the kid, but the concern is he's a running player. Tyson Gamble then has to basically be the halfback, which I don't really love. The, the less Tyson's passing the ball, yeah. the better. It should just be only running for him. <laughs> but managing the game is a problem here. Big problem, huge yeah. problem. And let's, if you spin back to last week and look at the game against Newcastle, very, and I know they blew him out late, yeah. but should have been behind. There was two disallowed tries that I think the whole universe agrees probably should have been given. Completely different ball game. They need, forget about the um, gay guy put down, the obstruction call. They might take the two to go. I think it was 14 all it would be at that point. Or get the ball and score. Completely different game. Yep. Um, and I think the market here is probably being propped up by the final result in that game. I think I think this is way too big. I'm pretty keen on the Titans. And Jaden Campbell last week didn't do any real great flashy stuff, but Shitty did some real tough yeah. stuff in the rain. He looked really, really good. Um, and for feeder finds his way onto the extended interchange there. So against the old firm, he plays right. And I think so. And your value bet there, uh, yeah, Sean? not haven't gone very outside the box, but I think they're definitely value head to head. Lines too big, um, but we saw the Broncos last week when they can. They can hit their straps. They can put on points with when you've got Stags and Cobbo on your side. You can score pretty quickly. So the potential it could go away from Gold Coast. But I think this is a really tight game. When you're getting three bucks head to head, I think that's pretty suitable. All right. I had Brisbane circled, but you've convinced me. I'll take Gold Coast. Toby Sexton, by the way, 17 dropouts forced this year. So oh wow. Yeah. Nice, uh, handy, uh, close to the line. 
they just can't create many tries. Now, here we go. Here's the Gamblers Anonymous game. New Zealand Warriors versus Newcastle. Good luck, everybody. This could be a try-scoring fiesta, or it could be 10-6. I favour the former. Warriors favourites. Warriors favourites. It's at Redcliffe. They've won their three games there, so that's the key. 3-0 there, 1-7 elsewhere. 177.205 on the line, uh, 1.5. So almost at Pickham, not quite. Newcastle has lost eight of their last nine. Joel, Warriors have lost their last three. I do like that the Knights have Clifford and Milford together. That seems a much more potent combination for Newcastle. Yeah, Daniel Safidi is hanging on to that Blues jumper by a thread. I'm expecting him to go berserk. And there's no Adam Fanua Blake yep. for the Warriors. There's no Curran for the Warriors. Mm. Um, this is... Whichever team was the outside, I'd probably nearly pick because they're both going like bastards. But I've got to go the Knights. It's not much of a thread that he's hanging on by either. They've been pretty underwhelming. Mm. The whole pack for for the Knights this year, actually. Um, yeah, I I got a bit of a fright yesterday when and this market has moved. Two, uh, Knights are now two dollars oh five. I think they might have been something as crazy as two thirty or two forty yeah. yesterday. It was just I couldn't really work it out. I think we'll see a little bit of a, a bounce back for them. I think they're going to felt feel like they were robbed last week, which you could make an argument for. No, Bradman best. I don't think it's that big of an out. It hasn't been going that good, Bradman, no. particularly in defence. It can be damaging with the ball, but I don't think it's an out. Um, how, how in God's name could you back the Warriors at odds on? No. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I just can't. You can't do it. Now, we said it last week, you've got to take nights with some trust, but I'm willing to do it. I know you've got the bet, Dan, and I think this will work in with your bet. Um, both sides there, right-hand side, is the worst in the comp. Gagai's back. So let's look to, I reckon, the Newcastle Knights players on the left. You're thinking Edric Lee, Anari Tawala, Fitzgibbon, try-scoring chances, which probably works in with your bet. Well, I, I always like the alternate numbers because if you think it's going to go a certain way, you can really cash in the higher up the number. Uh, so I've gone, I think Newcastle as well, but also the alternate. Have a look at the alternate total match points. So 40.5 is the line but if we bump it up to 48 and a half it's going to be a nice day Redcliffe sunny Saturday afternoon 48 and a half doesn't take that much to mm. get there I can see Kalen Ponga going berserk in this game you talked about Newcastle's leaky defense so the the problem we have with this getting to this number is Newcastle's attack can they get enough points <clears throat> To get us there, I think they can. I think with Clifford and Milford, I think that's a good combination. Ponga, and I think they're going to run up a number. I thought Milford looked really good at the start of the game, lacking a little bit of a little bit of condition. Yeah, um, but that'll come. But I thought him running the footy looked looked really dangerous. Totally agree. Don't you ride the goal kicks when you take those type of bets? Yes, you do, John. You want them going? Over. Yes, you do. John. <laughs> good bet there. Good bet. Yes, well, not yet. Haven't got there. Uh, South and Wests Tigers uh, is our five thirty game. Now, this is at Homebush, a core stadium, $1.45, South. Jeez, a, bit, a lot of faith in that. Tigers, two seventy-five, and 7.5 is the line. Now, uh, Uncle Mick is a big fan of the show, and he loves you, uh, uh, Sean. He wanted to thank you because he got 8 from 8 in the tipping comp. You turned him around on Canberra last week. That got him his 8 from 8. He also points out, Excuse me, I'm coughing up a lung here. Um, the repeat games, the yes. Team A has always won this year. I wasn't aware of that. So They have doubled up, you mean? Yes. So whoever won the first contest has won the second game. Tigers beat South 23-22 oh, in, um, yeah. in uh, well, a few weeks ago. So 
take that into consideration. Joel Kane. Yeah, look, I, I'm very, very keen, uh, and well done, Uncle Mick. Eight out of eight, outstanding. Um, <laughs> yeah, he's, like he's tipping winners. We're, we're, we're tipping at the line. Yeah. I mean, have some courage. Yeah. Come on, Uncle Mick. <laughs> Come on, Uncle, Uncle, <laughs> Come on, Uncle Mick. <laughs> I've pitched this off uh, NBWT on social media. He says this. He says, without Hastings, the Tigers, without Hastings at halfback, they're none from five, and they've only scored seven tries. Right. With him at halfback, they've played six games, one three, and 22 tries. So the output's almost three times with him at halfback. Mm. I'm very keen on the Tigers, um, Shawnee Boy, to, to get this done. So am I, Joel. Can't believe the market really propping up South. Well, the, I can probably see why. Cameron Murray, his name has emerged on the reserves list. So, But it's only a short turnaround for him to come back from what was a pretty significant injury. Is he just trying to make sure the Blues jersey is his? Not too sure. Um, even if he plays, I've still got West Tigers a bit here. Huge ins for them. Dane Laurie back. Yes. Um, Simkin back. Yes. Brooks back. Yes. It just looks it just looks a much better um, 1-13 to 13 with those names in it. And with the way South Sydney are going, no Latrell Mitchell, I don't know how you could possibly back them to cover a significant start. Yeah. Um, minus 7.5. So Put me down for the West Tigers. I'm looking at the last six times these two teams have played. West Tigers had one horrible half. Apart from that, South have really struggled against them. So 23-22 last time. Last year, South won 38-22. I think it was 24 or 30-0 at half time. That's when the Tigers weren't interested. But then 18-14, 26-24, 18-10, Yeah, I'm with you. Tigers uh, uh, at the line here. Uh, and you could argue they're playing better than South Sydney. Uh, right now, and Joel, that's where we take your bets. Yeah, Shawnee calls them the Ric Flair bets. Uh, there's not much Ric Flair about this. Just take the Tigers with a start. Try and get that first try. Be up 13 and a half nil, and happy days. This is a great bet. I'm very, very keen like uh, on the Tigers. Um, uh, Noffa back? Is he going to be back? Noffa Loomis? Uh, concussion's been an issue. Anyway, either way, uh, I'm very, very keen on the Tigers. All right. Uh, we move on to the match of the night. Cronulla versus Sydney Roosters. This is old-fashioned. Yeah. Shark. What was what was the old saying, Joel? Uh, the sharks in the park after dark. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What was the old radio ad? Anyway, um, this should have a bumper crowd. It's going to be nice and frigid at... Uh, at, uh, at, at the Saurus is back, yeah. Yes, at... Uh, <laughs> Insert gambling sponsor uh, stadium. Well done. Dollar eighty two dollars. Ronaldo Mulatalo plays his fiftieth game. I don't know if that's going to inspire them, but what will is Will Kennedy is in. This was a no-brainer. No one. Lockie Miller was great. That's a great story. But Will Kennedy's been their best player for two years. <clears throat> uh, Roosters interesting record, Sean. They're three and two against top eight. They're three and three against bottom eight. Mm. So. Even given last week's lapping they copped off Penrith, they have stood up against good teams. Yeah, and this is by far, well, I found it by far the trickiest um, game of the round to try and price and get a real hold on. The rest of the round I sort of feel like I've got a, a good handle on, which sometimes is a bad thing when you're, when you're so far away from the market. Maybe just ask yourself why. So I'm going to have to go back and do that for a few of these games. But this game in particular, very, very difficult. I look... I made it probably exactly what it is, minus one and a half, maybe minus two Sharkies. But the thing that's just got me leaning the Roosters way now, and it's a bit of a toss of the coin to, to find a tip here, but the first half an hour in that game, last, that was like, that was that was real high quality footy. Jeez, you really I, talk this up. And I don't know if the Sharks, are, well, it, well it was, it was Cracker. And I don't know if the Sharks are just there yet. And the result, again, 
Um, probably a little bit misleading. Penrith just put the foot down there, relentless. Um, so I'm, I'm, I'm okay with just leaning towards the roosters, the roosters in this one. Still a couple of outs for the Sharks as well. No Fanukin, um, Jesse Ramian, Talakai in some doubt as well. Yeah. Uh, Is he? Well, yeah, he was in big doubt. I was surprised to see him in the yeah, team. Yeah, I, I, mm. thought, I thought he was actually out. Mm. Um, but his name appears there. So maybe just watch that if you do like the Sharkies. But just leading the way of the Roosters, I don't think there's a great deal in it, but it should be an absolute cracking game. If he wants this origin spot, if he can do a job on Manu, that, that, it's as good a chance he gets an audition. Yeah. But uh, that's a massive if, isn't it? Look, it's a tough game. I, I, Sharks are five from five at home this year. Craig Fitzgibbon, there's a bit of a storyline around him with the inner knowings of the Roosters. Still no proper number nine, which is a concern for me when it comes to the Roosters. So just a, a little narrow lean to the Sharks for me, Dan. OK, and me, I'm calling this so I wouldn't bet it anyway, but I'd have the Roosters, but with no confidence at all. Who's got the bet Shorty for boy. this game? Sean! Yeah, so I, I think it's going to be a, a pretty high-quality game. I'm going to, it's a night game. No weather in Sydney this weekend for once in what feels like three years, but it's going to be a nice weekend. Even with that, I'm going to look to the alternate total match points under. So I'm, I'm tipping a, a bit of a low-scoring game. I think the line or the total match points this one might be 40 or 40 and a half. That looks big to me, and I know I'm going against the trend at what I said at, when we started talking about the games with the over. You're giving a try being a number. But... I, th- I think this this has a very 36 and a half feel about the game. Uh-huh. It's going to be tight. Um, uh, yeah, a fair bit on your side. So you're getting two dollars 44 there for the under 37 and a half. You got a little field goal on your side there as mm. well, but they're not number. Mm. Tipping it should be a very very tight game. So a little bit of insurance there as well. Okay, nice, nice little find there. We get to Sunday afternoon, and congratulations to Canterbury for taking a Belmore game. We're taking a, a, a Sydney team to Belmore, like the Tigers did last week. I thought it was bonkers to play Tigers Canterbury at six o'clock on Friday. I thought, what a waste of a Leichhardt game. Yeah. Well, look what happened. 15,000 turned up in miserable weather, six o'clock Friday. So uh, there's a lesson to be had. Dogs are playing St George Illawarra. I think they might get an, the black book finally. <laughs> finally, the black book. You, you dead set thought you lost it, didn't you? Kobe found it. You dead said thought you lost. How many times I've asked for the black book over the last year, and he's ignored me, Sean, yeah. every time. <laughs> he's just gone, oh, yeah, yeah. Hello to you, Ian Healy. I've got your number now. Well, Thank there's you about very 10 much. people in there that don't, yeah, yeah, are that. no longer I with us, that. unfortunately. But, in fact, it's probably grown, uh, sadly. But... Uh, uh, finally. There you go, Dan. Thank you. Kobe's had it in a um, sealed... You book. said it smelt like... Because yeah, she, she had it sealed yeah. because of the, um, not tobacco smell, the cigar, cigar smell. smell. <laughs> but she found it. And Does I thought I'd be very happy. I wanted to give you a last Thank week. Thank you. Does it reek like cigars, does it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, well, you say that. That's rubbish. Yeah. Uh, well, this is my idea. What a great idea this was when I said, let's just randomly call people. <laughs> and that idea went nowhere. Yeah. So Bulldogs at home, $2.50. Dragons, $1.54. What made you pull it out while I was doing a spiel for this game? Anyway, oh, I just forgot about it. No, um, four and a half. Tricky line here, Joel. You can go first. Uh, Belmore record for the Dogs is awful, by the way. Seven of their last eight they've lost. So remember they returned in about 2015. They yep. thumped Melbourne on a Monday <laughs> night. That was that was a huge night. They were never going to lose that night. But ever since then, <laughs> excuse me, uh, it's been a bit of a, as Sean would say, a dot ball, the Belmore return. I've got... Uh, they've only started playing, as you said, 2015 this century. What about this, the Belmore bump? So every year that they've played, the following year a team's gone to the grand final. 
come on. What about they, well, come when you on. think about this? <laughs> yeah, yeah. 2015, they played two teams, Melbourne and Cronulla. Who played the next year's grand oh, final? Well, oh, well, it's Twen flawless the system. 2016, they played the Cowboys. How the hell have you found this? The Belmore bump, Is this, baby. A, is this a uh, crazy rugby league? Oh, yeah. No, I found this myself. So they played 2016, the Cowboys. Next year, Cowboys played in the grand final. Don't you have enough on your plate. 2017, they the played the Storm. Next year, they played in the grand final. 2018, they played the Raiders. Next year, they played in the grand yeah. final. Mm -hmm. 2019, they played the Storm. Next right. year, the Premiers. There you go, the Belmore bump. Uh, dragons for me. All right, I'll give you... 20 to 1 about the Dragons making next, year. next year's grand yes. final. Yes. But you've got to get on today. Yes. All right. Uh, maximum $100 bet. Yes. Uh, Canterbury, St. George, Illawarra. You like St. George for this game? Belmore bump. Maybe. Yeah, so do I. I like him here. They've Can won. I just say what the Tigers did last week? And this would be fascinating if Flanagan saw it. So what they did last week, it was so clever coaching from Maguire. He kept going, Garner, here's Flanagan. Garner, here's Flanagan. Garner, here's Flanagan. So then all of a sudden, Flanagan's just got this eye for Garner. Then all of a sudden, Hastings sees it. OK, we've got him on the hook now, boys. Flanagan races up on Garner. Out the back, Mamalo scores in the corner. Clever. They'll be going for him again. Uh, yeah, and even with that, I'm pretty keen on the Bulldogs here, Sugar. Forget uh, about the Belmore record. That. They've been, I mean, what was it, seven last eight, but those last eight games have been terrible. I'm not saying they're going much better this year, but Dragons, they're not going any good either. Dollar, what were they? Dollar fifty-four or something plus four and a half. You can get about the Bulldogs. Put me down for that. I'll be at this game Sunday afternoon. Oh. Friend of the show, Peter O'Shea. Me and Peter oh, will be Pete. the Dragon supporter. Go on head. With Terry Ham, Terry Lamb Family Hill, or are we back in the grandstand? Well, I don't know what I don't know what the sort of hospitality facilities are like at Belmore, but I think we might be. Pete's looked after us. Oh. What about a mini Bambi here on stats, right? So there's actually been nine games this century. When someone says they've lost seven of their last eight. Yeah, you've got what, what does it mean, what happened in the night? Oh, we all know what happened in the night. It was two from yeah. the last night, wasn't it? <laughs> Isn't that what happens? It's, don't touch me. <laughs> <laughs> so, George, what about you? Yeah, well, I'm on the Dragons. OK, we get to the last game of the uh, round. Canberra versus Parramatta. Who's had the bet? Oh, it's my bet. Oh, sorry. Sorry. Two very, very trustworthy teams. I'm counting the Bulldogs, tipping them. I will be backing them as well. But in terms of a bit of Ric Flair, Addo Carr, first trial scorer. During the day, they can only go left, the Bulldogs. Matty Burton's side. Uh, $9.25. I think the betting should be a lot closer in this one, which brings Fox's price down. I think, at, at the very least, you're going to get a bloody good run for your money when you're on the Fox. You're not wrong, because he's the only one that seems to score for them. Dan, who's my uh, Luke Garner here? So if they go for Flanagan again, is it Bird or Sims? I think Bird's playing left, isn't he? Hang on, hang on. You Luke Garner, left... So they're going to they're gonna send that back row at him? Sims is right, yeah. Yeah, so it's Bird. Jack Bird. So Jack Bird's a bit too. OK, all right. Oh, you know I like second rowers for yeah. first uh, try scorer. We get to the Sunday match of the day, and it is match of the day worthy, actually. Canberra versus Parramatta. Uh, haven't played yet this year, these sides against each other. Home day games, Canberra have lost five of their last seven, which means they won the eighth one, but five of their last seven. <laughs> $2.60, in fact, it's gone in a bit, $2.60.50. The line, five and a half. So you're on that precipice there, aren't you? Um, Parramatta absolutely smashed Par uh, Canberra last year, early in the season on a Saturday night. It was a real statement game. They're in that ugly loss-win, loss-win, loss-win mode, Parramatta, that a lot of teams are in at the moment. Um, and a lot of Parramatta games are decided by six or less. In fact, seven of their 11 have decided by a converted try or less. So that start might be important, Joel Kane. 
Yeah, Fogarty's a big in, I think, uh, the way he'll manage the match. <coughs> Haven't they travelled Canberra? Dubbo last week, they've been everywhere, man. Uh, I'm going to go the Raiders, boys. Yeah. I only had it for three and a half, it's five and a half, so I'm going to take it. Yeah, I think there's a couple of points on your side. I'm with you, Sugar. With the Raiders at home, Parra blessed to get the, the win last week somehow. And Raiders playing some sneaky good footy. They yeah. were completely cast at the start of the year, but we know injury toll was huge. Savage, fullback, love it. Fogarty, I think, is a, a, a good in as well. Should just unleash Jack White a little bit more as well. Raiders for the Raider hater. All right, Parramatta for me. But uh, who's My got the My bet, bet on um, this? Just at the price, uh, their games at home, they've been all tight affairs. Uh, mm. The five games all tight down there in the nation's capital. So at the price, Canberra 1-12 is the way I'll be playing that. Canberra 1-12, $4.10. I, I do love that. I mean, Parramatta, you need to respect their defence. Four dollars ten, great price. You would be you'd be surprised if they won thirteen plus. So if they're going to win, you would think it'd be one to twelve. Good to see Jared Croker back. We'd written him yeah. off, hadn't we? Yeah. Uh, so good to see him returning to the side. Be fascinating. Do you think it's going to take Fogarty a little time? Yeah, of course. So that's that's my fear. That's why I go with Parramatta. But um, good game on the Sunday afternoon. Right, best pets time, everybody. When I say best bets time, when I say best bets time, I mean last week's winner's time. Uh, so we only had the one, did we? So, Sean, you, what was your best bet last Raiders, week? That's salute. Raiders plus four and a half. And I'm, I'm a little bit, you shouldn't be filthy when you tip a winner, but it, it should have been head-to-head as -head my best. I was very, very bullish on them last week, but that's all right. We take the, take the dollar 90 win and move on. Yes. I had the unders, Canterbury and Yeah, Tigers. didn't that get blown away? Yeah. In the wet too. Yeah. That, that, it was gone early and I had shark. Thank God. Can you imagine if we were riding on my bet? I was oh. the anchor. Seven and a half sharks. We would have paid that. We would have paid Would that. you? Yeah, I would have I would have made sure we paid that. Would you? Yeah. Because it was 18-6 or 20 to 6 or 18-6. It was all over. What a saint I am, eh? Hey. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Justice refund, but... It's no refund, so... Oh, I love this, boys. This, this will win this week. OK, well, let's get to it. Let yep. me play the graphic for best bets. All right. Joel, oh, you mean the whole thing's yeah. going to... We'll mm. win this. Well, we're due. Honestly, yep. we're due. This is week 12. We are due to get one of these. Joel, Kane, you go first. Yeah, I had the Tigers mark plus four. They're getting nearly double that. That is... I think it's a terrific bet, really. Um... <laughs> Seven and a half. Love that. Mm. Absolutely love it, Shawnee. How you play? Well, you can't say I think my bet's terrific. <laughs> no, you can't. Well, every, every, every week we all think our bloody bet's terrific. Which right. is key. I like it. This is a great multi, right. boys. The, the, the scary part of the multi here is is West Tigers are, are anchoring it, oh, bringing no, it home for no. us. So we start off. We'll get to yours in a minute, Dan. But mine's on yes. um, Friday early game. Penrith minus. I did a bit of a sermon before about the Cowboys. Um, record so far this year. Can't knock how they're playing and, and what they're doing against teams, but the teams they're beating are so far out of the calibre that this Penrith team is. Complete I, this sentence, Shawnee. Different uh, stratosphere? Different gravy. Different, different gravy. <laughs> different gravy. <laughs> I've, I've used that a couple of times. Different gravy. Different gravy. It's Completely a very, it's a darts term, isn't is it? it? Northern England, yeah, I different think. different gravy. Yep. Yeah. Nah, Penrith for me, and a, a, a bit like what I said about the Foxes bet, I think you're going to get a pretty good sight for your money anyway. Can't go wrong back in Is Penrith the question, Miles. is there anything, is there different gravy? Isn't all gravy yeah. pretty much the same? It's all good. <laughs> it's all grey box. Yeah, it's great. Uh, now, question. So my best bet, 
Xavier Coates anytime try scorer, but it's only $1.57. Do we load up a little and go for the two tries nah, because... No, nah, no, nah, hold, hold the course. Get us off get us off to winning ways, Thursday night footy. We're only going to get... Now, I, I know you've been very generous with your bumping up of the odds, Sean, but that's we're only going to get to about six bucks. That's right, you, you put us middle of the fairway. Yeah. All right. Okay. I'm, I'm going to then whack one straight onto the green. Save your coat. I'm going to four-putt the green. But it's a 12-foot <laughs> putt downhill yeah. left to right. So good luck, West Tigers. Yeah. All right, that's it. Uh, nice to have us all back. Nice to be almost fit and healthy. Thank you for listening. Thank you. For, and we've had certain, some of the numbers. I don't know why you're watching and listening. Some of our tips have been abysmal. Some of it. Some of ours have been abysmal. But uh, thank you if for... You are pointing to yourself. Like yes, yes. No. Shocking. <laughs> but anyway, uh, Joel Kane. We've given you many tips, as you mentioned, Dan, but the absolute best tip, I do it myself, regardless of the bookmaker which you use, take a sec before you bet, set up a deposit limit. I promise you that's the best thing you'll do when it comes to the pump. But otherwise, enjoy the week, which is Indigenous round. We're looking forward to this. Uh, just before we go, boys, favourite ever Indigenous player? Nathan Blacklock for me. Gordon Tallis. Gordon Tallis. Gordon Tallis. Yeah. I watched him at Cogra once when he came back as a St. George, as a Brisbane player. Just tear up the Broncos. Yeah. I tear up the Dragons. It was one of the great sights. I'm, I'm, I'm new era, but GI at, at his absolute best yeah, when yeah, he was yeah. airborne. Christ, you can watch that all day. Yeah. Uh, so looking forward to that. Enjoy Indigenous round, folks, but most importantly, gamble responsibly.